Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Once upon a time, there was a girl who dreamed of flying through the stars, who dared to resist injustice, who lived to a beat and a rhythm that was all her own. Her name was Chloe Frida, Oprah, Celia Cruz, Josephine, Greta, Ruth, Alice. One day, she wondered, could today be the beginning of something new? This was her one opportunity to do something, something big. So that's exactly what she did. Along the way, she discovered that she wasn't alone. Her body felt strong, her mind sharp. She was prepared to work as hard as it took. Her words were making a real change, and she felt powerful. I'm Gail King. I'm Andrea Day. I'm Diane Gibbons. I'm Lindsay Vaughn. I'm Jamila Jamal. I'm Anita Hill. I'm Brenda Chapman. I'm Alana Glazer. And this is Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio. There are a thousand stories at Raymond Chandler Elementary School. Most of them have happy endings, but sometimes... Things get messier than a kindergartner finger-painting during an earthquake. That's where I come in. Sam Archer, third grade detective. Episode 7, Herrings, Red, and Otherwise. All right, everyone. Stay with your class, make sure you have your lunch, and proceed in an orderly fashion onto the buses. It was Thursday morning. We were gathered outside the school, waiting for the buses to take us to the city aquarium for our field trip. Hey, Sam, want to sit together on the bus? Sure thing, JT. It'll give us a chance to go over what we know so far. Yeah, it'll also give us a chance to sit together. JT was the star player on the third grade's kickball team. He was scheduled to play in the school championships on Friday, but there was a problem. Someone had stolen the team's mascot in Good Luck Charm, a stuffed wolf named Nero. JT had hired me to get him back. Hey, what did your mom pack you for lunch? I haven't looked yet. Honestly, I don't want to know. I think my dad packed me a couple extra cookies. I'll share with you. JT was a good kid, and he was quickly becoming a good friend. I had told him about my mom's new obsession with healthy food, and JT had been helping me get my recommended daily amount of sugar, preservatives, and artificial dye. Kids need that stuff, you know? Please take your seats, everyone. Drew, you can't sit there. That's the driver's seat. So? So that's where the driver sits. Oh, okay. As the big yellow bus pulled away from the school, I felt a tug in my heart. The hallways of Raymond Chandler Elementary could be cruel, unforgiving, but they were my hallways. What are you thinking about? You have a weird look on your face. Did you know that the same architect that designed our school mostly designs maximum security prisons? No, but it makes sense. Can we talk about Nero now? Sure we can. Last night, I went online and looked up the address we found in the maintenance supply closet, 223 Poirot Street. And? 
It's the Galbraith Hotel downtown. The Galbraith Hotel? What's the connection to Nero? Could be anything. Maybe the Wolfnappers are staying there. Maybe someone who works there is in on the kidnapping. Or it could be a red herring. That's a detective term. What's a red herring? Well, a herring is a kind of fish. You think a fish is staying at the hotel? No. You think a fish kidnapped Nero? Let me continue. A herring is a kind of a fish that people in England eat for breakfast. Fish for breakfast? I could get behind that. As a vegetarian, I'm repulsed. Plus, all breakfast foods should involve maple syrup. So, what's a red herring? So, when they preserve the fish, the stuff they use turns the fish red. And what does this have to do with detective work? A few hundred years ago, when they were training hunting dogs, they drag a red herring across the path. It was so smelly, the dogs would lose the scent of the animal they were chasing. So, a red herring is detective talk for a clue that leads nowhere. A distraction. Yep. So, why don't they just say distraction? Because it's more fun to use a clever metaphor. Are red herrings really that stinky? Don't know. Never eaten one. Vegetarian, remember? Also, I don't live in historical England. Right. Hey, you know what you call a fish with no eyes? Hmm. No. What? A fish. <laughs> nice one. Okay, two whales are swimming along in the ocean, and one of them turns to the other and says... The rest of the bus ride was uneventful and filled with more bad jokes than a clown car full of dads. We reached the aquarium and went inside. All right, everyone. We'll start in the invertebrate section. There are some really big tanks of jellyfish to look at. Then we'll look at the peanut butter fish. <gasps> Is it just me, or did Mr. Kozlowski just make a joke? I think he did. What's going on? I'm not sure. Should we follow him? I think we have to. He's our guide for the field trip. Oh, right. This way, everyone. And why did he bring his briefcase on a field trip? Is he going to give the stingrays a pop quiz? Do you have a favorite sea creature, Ms. Lubetkin? I don't know about a favorite, but I was really hoping we'd see the leafy sea dragon today. Leafy sea dragon? Is that a real thing? It is. It looks like a seahorse covered in leaves. It's beautiful. And according to the fan site I visit, the leafy sea dragon is going to play a major role in the next season of Space Kitten Hero League. Isn't there a convention this week? Kitten Con. It starts tonight, actually. Oh, I can't wait. So that's jellyfish. They float around, kind of blobby. Some of them sting you. Everybody good? Okay, where to next? Mr. Kozlowski, Ms. Lubetkin wants to see the leafy sea dragon. Well, if Ms. Lubetkin wants to, then why not? Okay, Mr. Kozlowski's acting really weird. Agreed. Winston, you're so nice. Winston? Yes, my first name is Winston. Fun fact, even teachers have first names. Also, contrary to what you might think, we don't live at the school. We have whole lives outside of our jobs. Okay, this way to the leafy sea dragon. All right, something's definitely going on with Mr. Kozlowski, and we're going to find out what it is. But how? I don't have a clue, which is a tough spot for a detective to be in. I was about to tell JT that, but... Ah, somebody 
That's when we heard the scream. What's that? Is someone screaming? I think it came from the shark tank. Well, that can't be good. Ms. Lebet can took off like a rocket, running as fast as she could. JT and I took off after her, like two smaller rockets. Ms. Archer, Mr. O'Shaughnessy, please let the teaching staff handle... And they're gone. We approached one of the shark tanks, and we saw the most frightening creature in the entire aquarium. Lucy McBone. And she was holding a fifth grader over the shark tank by his ankles. Lucy, what are you doing? To be honest, it was kind of a silly question. Like I just said, Lucy was dangling a kid over the shark tank. The real question was, what happens next? And that's a question we'll answer after a quick break. See you back here in a couple minutes. Oh, and don't worry, the kid's gonna be fine. McBone was the sixth grade star kickball player and the toughest kid at Raymond Chandler Elementary. She was fearless on and off the field. Lucy McBone, please stop dangling that child over the shark tank this instant. Well, you did say please. See, I told you the kid would be okay. <laughs> Physically okay, there might be some emotional consequences. Lucy, do you know how dangerous that was? It wasn't dangerous. I had a good grip on his legs the whole time. Plus, read the plaque right there. It says lemon sharks. I didn't know there were sharks named after food. And what does it say just below that? Lemon sharks are not known to attack humans. See? No danger. That does not make it all right. And where is your teacher? Mr. Smithfield? He said I could wander around by myself. He did? Yeah, I said, hey Smithfield, I'm gonna wander around by myself and you're gonna let me. And he said, okay. You need to go back to your class right now, please. Sure, no problem. By the way, this kid didn't know nothing about the missing wolf. You've been questioning people? What? You thought I was dangling a kid over the shark tank because I thought it was funny? That is exactly what I thought. <laughs> Actually, it was pretty funny. Plus, all the change fell out of his pockets. That's really not how you're supposed to question suspects. You have your way, I have mine. How many kids have you questioned? Went through the whole sixth grade yesterday. Nobody knows nothing. Um, thanks? But for real, you should probably stop terrorizing people. If you say so, see you around. Timmy, let's get you back to your class. Sam, JT, please rejoin Mr. Kozlowski. You got it, ma'am. Talk about acting weird. Why is Lucy McBone helping us? She's playing against us in the kickball championship. She said it was because she wants the kickball championship tomorrow to be a good game. You're right, the game's tomorrow. That gives us only a day to find Nero. True. Hey, look! Atlantic herring, also known as silver darlings. Hmm, they're bigger than I would have thought. And there are so many of them. It says here that they lay 30,000 eggs at a time. Lots of herrings to chase down, red and otherwise. 
You're thinking about the case? Always. It's like we're trying to spot a specific herring in a fish tank full of herring. Sam, JT, didn't I tell you to rejoin the class? Sorry, Ms. Lebetkin. We got sidetracked by herring. It happens. When we got to the leafy sea dragon, we noticed there was a problem. Ms. Lubetkin, we have a problem. What's going on? It's my briefcase. It's missing. Ordinarily, I stay out of teacher's business. But somehow I knew I'd be called in on this one. Sam, I'm calling you in on this one. Wait, I don't think Ms. Archer needs to be consulted here. She's a detective. She has a sign on her desk that says so. Sam? Sure enough, Ms. Lebetkin. All we need to do is determine the most likely course of events. Mr. Kozlowski, is this briefcase valuable? Well, no. It has sentimental value. Hmm. So we can rule out thievery as a motive. Where was the last place you remember having it? Back at the jellyfish exhibit. But I just went and checked there. No luck. All right. In that case, it's time to use our powers of observation. Everyone, look around for clues. Aha! That's detective speak. JT found something. It's a sign! You mean a clue? No, it's an actual literal sign. Look there! All unattended bags will be removed. Please check with lost and found. Good spotting, JT! I have a theory. We all saw Mr. Kozlowski bring his briefcase into the aquarium. He put it down in the jellyfish exhibit. But then, a child screamed in the distance. In the confusion, Mr. Kozlowski forgot his briefcase and took the kids to see the leafy sea dragon. Which, by the way, is a beautiful creature. The aquarium staff saw the unattended bag and removed it. Therefore, you should go check with lost and found. I'll... Go check with Lost and Found. I'll take the kids to the cafeteria for lunch. As far as cases go, this one was a lot easier to crack than JT's missing wolf. Mr. Kozlowski came into the cafeteria looking very relieved. They had it. I'm very relieved. So that was the open and shut case of the disappearing briefcase. You solved it, JT. We solved it together. But we're still not any closer to finding Nero. We'll find him. Hey, we found Mr. Kozlowski's briefcase for him, and it only took like 30 seconds. In the meantime, here. <gasps> Your dad's famous cookies? Yep, try one. <laughs> okay, that's the best cookie I've ever had in my whole life. I know. I wasn't exaggerating. JT's dad made some fantastic cookies. It's funny how something as simple as sitting in the cafeteria section of an aquarium eating cookies with your friend can lift your spirits. How would we solve the mystery? Who had Nero? Which clues were real and which were red herrings? Only time would tell. Speaking of which, you should totally join us next time. We're going undercover at a convention full of space kitten enthusiasts. It's gonna be awesome. Also, check out some other Go Kid Go shows. They're great. You can just search Go Kid Go on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you soon! Go Kid Go!
you like to laugh? Ah, uh, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.